hackers reportedly taunting the FBI, apparently calling investigators idiots. It is advertised as the biggest party in Dallas. Well, when most of the Metroplex is fast asleep, this young crowd is just getting started. I just don't understand why the city allows it to go on. The city of Dallas is not refusing to comment, just not talking at this time. Dallas Hackers Association. After hours. Four, three, two, one. Hacker the planet. You're listening to Dallas Hackers After Hours, recorded on September 2nd, 2015. We're just getting back from a very eventful DHA, and we're now breaking history uh, in Dallas Hackers After Hours history, that is by recording at the lab hacker space, uh, unauthorized Peter. access, uh, and has entered the conference. And as you can hear in the background, we currently have a lot of uh, technical uh, shortcomings, I guess you could say, but uh, Tinker and Wirefall are joining in with a SIP uh, PDX. So how are you guys? Doing all right. Can you all hear me okay? Hey, Tinker. Hey. Well, that sounds like a beautiful voice. Who is that? <laughs> Joel. It's Joel's uh, wireful. Oh. Uh, say hi to Tinker <laughs> so we can get our introductions out of the way. Did, did, did you like that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, uh, since we're off to a great start, um, uh, yeah, so look, we got a, we got a lot of people here, Tinker, uh, since you're just uh, joining us. Uh, why don't we sure. go around? We got Woody, we got Jules, we've got what's what's your handle? Thomas. Okay, we got Thomas, the uh, the true hacker. <laughs> uh, and we got Vault Dweller. Vault Dweller and Emperor Cow. Emperor Cow. So um, not gonna remember that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we've got and, and of course we have Tinker and Wirefall, uh, who are called in remotely. So Tinker's in Los Angeles and Wirefall and where where are you Wirefall? As I said, the bustling metropolis of Otisville, New York, a population I think two hundred. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, that sounds like a fun place. Uh, I'm gonna like have to, Yeah, yeah, like Oklahoma, yeah, definitely. Gonna look this up. So, so Tinker, you have probably no idea. Wirefall has a little bit of idea. Before we get into it, we like to do the uh, the uh, news part. And tonight we had an interesting uh, DHA, being that uh, as as the listeners can hear, the uh, Wirefall and Tinker uh, being away, it was all left up to me, and it, and it went over. Uh, just as exactly how you would expect it to, with a lot of drama, yelling, and uh, a, a um, I, I wouldn't say pissed off owner of the tavern, but uh, not a pleased owner of the tavern. So what, what's your thoughts on that, Tinker? What do you think transpired, uh, just given that? So anytime that you gather a bunch of computer nerds and even goddamn hackers, uh, together, anything that goes wrong is going to be attributed to, to us, right? Now, if it's full-blown blackout, including accessing from what I hear, what the POS, right? Yeah. Um, then, then yeah, it's going to be pointed in our direction. Now, 
whether we we did it like somebody that that joined our group or whatever it doesn't sound like anything that our core members would do but uh uh you know people showing up whether that was actually malicious or not man perception is reality and, and we just kind of have to get up in front of it and say look we don't we don't like this stuff we don't we don't uh, allow it but uh let, let's help as best we can what what ended up happening i, I heard you flipped the lid <laughs> yeah yeah i lost my shit uh i yelled a lot i don't remember everything uh um but i'm sure i'm sure th- i don't know what did i say i don't even remember i was so fucking get off mad. the network yeah i, I basically poor mr chin is just sitting there being <laughs> innocent and I, and I tell him, get off the network and like shut his laptop case. It's just like, he's totally not the person doing it. I, I was just so mad. And I grabbed the mic and yell. I don't know. It was it was a nightmare. There was a lot of angry storming up and down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I do remember like halfway up the stairs thinking, You're, you sound like a fucking toddler who just got sent to his room. Stop, stop it. Uh, but yeah, basically... Uh, we rebooted their uh, their routers, and everything was fine. So I yelled at everyone for probably nothing, um, but I did offer uh, to come in on Saturday and secure their network uh, so that you know everything will. I mean, no Sunday. Sorry, not Saturday. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sunday. Uh, so so everything's going to be good. Uh, we still have a home. And uh, the <coughs> proprietor of the venue actually uh, created his own hacker handle tonight. Uh, he will now be known as te- Tequila Fluorescent because he loved the idea of whiskey neon so much. Wow. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> I love it. Um, but but at, other than that, uh, the HDMI streaming uh, failed, sort of. Uh, uh, thanks to Joel's uh, magic, like wine glass hack that she performed, uh, we were able to get the uh, uh, one, another screen hooked up. But it, it just had mirror copies of each other. It just looks, it just looks stupid. I don't know. Their TVs and cables are all fucked up. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was an experience. That that's one way of putting it. But let's. Let's get into, uh, how's your first week, Tinker? How, how is that as being a red teamer, your first week? Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I, I went in so freaking nervous. Give me one second. I think I actually ordered pizza here. Are they here? <laughs> yes, pizza's here. Hold on, hold on. This is better than my, my day. All right. Hey, pizza guy. All right. I'm doing fine. Yeah. I haven't eaten anything yet, so awesome, man. Thank you. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you guys can talk about something else. Like I yeah, yeah. How about, how about Wirefall? Tell us how the epic journey's going. There you going. go. Wirefall, are you with us? So Wirefall's not with us. <laughs> okay. Uh, classic. Well, well, why don't we move on and we'll go back to Tinker later. Oh, no, no, no. I got my pizza now. I can talk. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So so tell us, how is your first week of being a red teamer going? Okay, so so I went in this thing, like, just absolutely scared off the Lordy but Jesus kind of thing. And so I set up a lot of uh, of uh, mentors, if you will. You know, I had Wirefall on, on dial. I was talking to you. I had uh, a couple of my, my own team. And I'm freaking out. And I, I get over here. 
and uh, it's LA and I haven't been to LA and so it's a gigantic city coming out of LAX set up in the hotel going the first day and uh, even my point of contact's not there he's out for the entire week and so I've got to meet up with someone else um, and uh, oh waterfall's back yeah. um, and, and so <laughs> I, I I didn't really know what to expect right and uh, I go in there and just kind of look around and man this thing's a, it's a snazzy place I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to give away the client but Long story short, I sit down and I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do. I I guess I'll just in map all the shit. And so I've got a uh, you know I've got a, a subnet range. I just in map it, and I, I was I was first told to kind of you know keep an eye out for domain controllers that you know may have four four five you know SMB kind of stuff. And it turns like everything has SMB. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so I leave that alone. That's something in the back of the head. Uh, a couple things start popping up at with port 80 and even 443. I'm like, what are those? And so I just kind of put them in the browser, and sure enough, it's all these uh, like media devices. Uh, I run into a smart UPS that's networked with a web app, and I Google all of them or DuckDuckGo all of them and get default creds. And so I have like five devices that are username, admin, password, password. Um, and some of them are hard-coded in the firmware. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Okay, and so I put that aside. That's great. Long story short, I can't, I can't get any hashes out of the air. I tried running Responder to see if I can get any hashes, and it's just not working. So I'm getting desperate. The, the end of the first day, I've, I've found some like low-level crap stuff, but I haven't gotten into to anything meaty. And so I wait for everybody to leave, and it's like 7 or 8 o'clock. The cleaning ladies start coming through, and I go fuck it, I'm going to grab my, my bootable off-crack, and I start plugging in all these uh, machines. Turns out all these laptops are able to be booted from USB. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I start doing that, I start pulling down hashes off of it, but they've got administrator and guest uh, turned off, but they, they have their own internal IT uh, admin, if you will. It's a local admin, and it, it uh, uh, pull the hash down, throw it to a friend of mine who's still up, and he cracks the hash in like, 15 minutes it's some seven digit password kind of thing and it's weak it's really weak it's like oh my god and there's a couple of these with pass long story short found out that i could get local access or i get network access remote all these smb stuff all of those were the workstations every single workstation there five open and so i was able to connect to every single windows uh, um laptop just your your metasploitable, uh, sorry, metasploit um, PS exec, and, uh, uh, and 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 get a interpreter shell. The bad thing was it kept the AV kept deleting my interpreter shell after about 15 minutes. I'm sorry, 15 seconds rather. And so within 15 seconds, I have to like Hollywood hacker type really fast and migrate to another uh, process before it deletes the original process. Um, so I just piggybacked off the AV itself because it's not going to delete itself, right? Um, and sure enough, I've got interpreter shell. I'm able to pop Mimicats uh, uh, and, and get clear text password. But I was able to get the founder's uh, laptop, the v vice, the senior vice president of IT's laptop. I got product development and 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 destroyed the entire uh, area. The cool thing was um, the uh, my point of contact gave me a challenge to get to a a segregated PCI uh, subnet. I, I could I kind of looked through it, but I wasn't able to get access to it. And so what I ended up doing was finding one of the analysts who had access to it. And since I had already gotten into his computer and dumped his clear text password, I remote desktoped 
too much. I had to spin. I'm, I'm, I've got my Lubuntu instance. I got my Linux instance. I spin up a Windows 7 virtual machine. From within the virtual machine, I remote desktop to this guy's analyst, uh, um, to his, his workstation. And then from within his workstation, I remote desktop again to the uh, SQL server that was segmented off. And so I'm doing tunnels within tunnels. I remote desktop through a remote desktop through a Windows 7 and was able to pivot and get access to their PCI uh, uh, SQL server stuff. Wow. So I haven't slept. I've got a nosebleed, and I have pizza now, so. <laughs> well, that's awesome to hear that. Uh, so did you get a chance to whip out Conboot and see how, how much fun you could have with that? No, no, uh, you sent that to me, and that's, uh, I've got another internal uh, here in a couple weeks that I'm going to have to spin that up to. Um, yeah, I, I was using, like, old school, just crappy stuff, not very pretty, but it worked kind of thing, but uh, I looked into Conboot and I can't wait to try that out next. You know, one of the other things that works pretty well is when you find that Meterpreter's, uh, you know, PSExec aux module doesn't work, just get the old system tools PSExec. That's what we do on a lot of our tests and it never gets caught because it's a valid tool. So if you're just looking to get access and you want to find it across the board, just do an SMB scan, do a SIS scan, if 445 is open, 135, 139 are open, do a share scan. See if admin dollars mountable with the account or creds you've got, and then you can start PS executive systems. It's a great way to find a large number real fast and not get caught. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, no, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I mean, I was trying to use Linux R desktop to connect, and it, it wasn't working for whatever reason. And so, yes, just, just running your actual remote desktop connection off of uh, off of Windows was working, and, and, and you're right, I'm finding that the traditional real tools, like non-hacker leak kind of stuff, just just go up and knock on the door like you would normally, and they just let you in. Yeah, it's a matter of pride when you can take over an environment and use nothing but what Microsoft hath given you. Exactly. <laughs> hey, yeah. Waterfall, are you back? My God. Are you there? Or wait, or can we not hear you? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah. Tinker, please don't uh, speak because you're way like louder than. I'm not making a comment about your general nature of being loud. I'm saying that literally <laughs> the audio is significantly louder than Waterfalls, so uh, we'll have to take turns, I guess. I don't know. Uh, how's your trip going, Waterfall? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're uh, heading. We're heading to Albany tomorrow then down to, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it, somewhere else in New York, and then over to Providence, Rhode Island, to uh, uh, check out some HP Lovecraft stuff. Oh, well, I, I've got a, I got a friend that, that it, it's kind of an inside thing. Uh, you remember my buddy Ken that I told you about? I, I'll tell you later. Never mind. I thought you would remember. Anyways, uh, so so how much longer, are, like, where, where are you going next? Uh, like... Give us the lowdown on all your stops left on the on the little tour of America. Sure. First stop was Nashville. I saw a bunch of friends there. Uh, headed up to Indianapolis and saw my brother. Uh, again, some more friends there. Checked out uh, a place called uh, Kuma Corner, which is a heavy metal burger joint. That was absolutely fantastic. Very good. Um, Dayton, Ohio. Saw some more friends. Uh, got to see uh, one of them play uh, a show. From there, Lena made us stop in uh, Pittsburgh, 
so she could uh, visit Heinz Field as she's a Steelers fanatic. Went over to, uh, uh, next stop was, what was it? After Pittsburgh. Uh, what's that? Oh, yeah, well, then we went over to New Jersey. Uh, much friends there. <laughs> now up in, uh, what? Oh, yeah, then we went over to Long Island. Uh, and now in, as I said, Odenville, New York. We're going up to Albany, heading over then to Mohawk or something like that, New York. Providence, Rhode Island after that. Uh, Boston, Worcester. Um, Manchester, New Hampshire, then to uh, uh, Montreal for about four days, down back to Syracuse, going over to Detroit for a music fest, Chicago for a couple days. Yeah. So, so, yeah, then you're going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then oh. uh, back down to Dallas on the 20th. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you you really need to uh, uh, visit me when you're in Oklahoma. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. Uh, today we actually uh, uh, got coordinated. The whole reason for this trip is to pick up our our uh, shuttle bus, basically, which we were told it was large. You know, there was a mini bus. There is no mini about it. Uh-huh. Um, this, this thing is huge. We took a picture of it with our Yukon. It makes our Yukon look like a Yugo. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're getting that towed back tomorrow morning. It'll head back down to Dallas, and uh, we're going to be getting that fixed up. And that will be the uh, band slash DHA party bus. Yeah, I cannot wait for uh, the DHA party bus. Uh, we need to record an after hours in the bus with someone driving, because I can imagine <laughs> that'd be funny. Could you imagine the war driving that we could do in a setup like that? Yeah, oh. have a Yagi antenna and just like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll be multiple Yagi permanently installed in that thing, I can tell you. Uh, I cannot wait. This is going to be awesome. Uh, so yeah, let's get into uh, our, our talks uh, that we had tonight. You guys really missed uh, a great uh, talk selection. Uh, so I hope all of the fun experiences that you're having out in the world... Uh, you know, pale in comparison to what we experienced tonight because I'm a jealous fucker. So, um, basically, uh, okay, who was our first talk? It was Miss Jules. So why don't you give us a little rundown of what your talk was about? Um, just SSL strip. <laughs> I finally say that right. ARP, uh, spoof, then I did DNS spoof, then I considered... TCP, then I got hacked, and yeah, I started got, thinking. Got, what? <laughs> yeah. what, what happened? Yes, you know. No, I don't I got, have any recall. Uh, whatever. Of the so why don't you? I got hacked way. from my work computer. Um, yeah, so that's what happens. <laughs> and, and it spread on my network at my house and got onto my uh, personal computer. So and so you hear this, guys. Uh, I, when she when she told me this, I was like, "Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> your personal computer was infected via the network from your work computer." So, and this was after re-imaging of your work computer. Correct? Yes. So think about that one, guys. Uh, I thought that uh, you know, y'all would find that 
uh, entertaining and interesting because I wanted to just dissect that computer to see what kind of malware was on there. Uh, does that pique your interest, uh, uh, Tinker? You, you know what I'm starting to think. Oh, God. I, I, I think, uh, Whiskey, I think you did this. <laughs> and and if, if you don't remember it, then, uh, then it's going to be some like these Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of thing where you black out at night, hack ever loving crap out of Jules, and then wake up the next morning and go, what happened? I can't believe a jerk would do that and try to figure out. But in the end, you find out it was you all along. Oh, okay. Well, uh... <laughs> So I, I too have watched Mr. Robot, and uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 no, I had no part of this. Uh, I actually had a lot of uh, stuff I was working on, but was considering dropping it at the opportunity of potentially seeing a uh, interesting piece of malware. Yeah, it happened at my at work, so it apparently got through. <laughs> I don't know how it got through that that well and just totally took over my computer. Um, but yeah, I asked the uh, tech engineers when I forked over my laptop to them today, how did this happen? They're like, oh, it happens monthly. And <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, there's some geniuses out there with bad intentions. And I was like, well, apparently. <laughs> so, so uh, was it ransomware? Uh, no. No, it just seemed okay. to be like normal malware. But yeah. the technique wow. here could be petition. Like, so, so basically, the next time she gets owned, which will be oh, oh okay. you know. <laughs> uh, I know, I know how my personal computer was owned. I uh, was, I was. Uh, involved in that so okay yeah just me being lazy <laughs> well, that's yeah let's well, not yeah okay well uh yeah so wait 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 wait. Oh, no, no, no 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 waiting no that's right there yeah, yeah. No. what happened complete humiliation of jules uh that's when welcome to dallas hackers yeah yeah where we've all had but a share you know what i was doing some cool stuff in kali at the time so i'm proud of myself for that yeah before. that is awesome that yes, is awesome yes and then i saw the an unidentified network was coming onto my computer and i decided to google botnets after seeing that yeah. <laughs> like, oh unidentified network okay let me keep going here <laughs> so i just didn't i didn't get the connection yeah, it, it's going to be interesting uh, uh, the next time you inevitably get hacked. I, I'm sure that'll be a great story. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they're replacing my hard drive, so. Yeah, see, that's so exactly I what I was thinking. <laughs> because think about this, guys. I mean, does it not, like, go? don't you just go, like, what the fuck? Uh, she's got a re-imaged computer uh, that was previously infected, gets re-imaged, and it's infected again, and then spreads over the network. Not yeah. necessarily a worm per se, but wormish. Uh, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, what, what do you think when you see malware pop over the network? The first thing you think of is a worm, and there hasn't been a, a new worm in how long? Uh, but the reimaging and having to replace the hard drive—that's uh, like, oh, what do we know of? There wasn't there this thing with Samsung and putting a firmware, uh, uh, like modifying the firmware on the hard drive for malware. Why the fuck? Oh yeah. Would would this be wasted on something that's not ransomware or whatever? I have I just that I was completely enthralled by the uh, 
idea of looking into it. So I can't wait for the next time she gets compromised. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably we'll be well, pretty soon. And this is the second time? Yeah. Second no, no. This oh, is just no, the first, oh, yes, first, first time. He's talking hypothetically. Hey, Jules. Yeah. yeah. What? Hey, serious question. Um, hey, are, that's not I, my real name. I know there <laughs> Use our I handle. I thought that was your hacker name. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going off the hacker name. We got well, my, mine's like Ryan, right? So why not? Yeah. Um, what's Sorry. called a can you can you keep the uh, hard drive if they're gonna uh, completely replace yeah, the hard sure. drive? Sure, I you, can go can and keep ask the other them. one, and we can do forensics on it. Yeah, definitely. I'll yeah, ask them. I should, I should have asked that yeah. earlier. Damn. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, if, if that sounds like some really cool stuff, and we can we can leach it out of memory, or I mean, out of memory if it's in RAM, but uh, we can leach it out of the storage if we want to, and see what we can do and heck we can bring in uh malware must die on it too and he'd love yeah. to just tear into something like that yeah we'll, we'll fedex it to him overnight so he can <laughs> look at it like he did his aunt's laptop so uh oh he, he would do that yeah <laughs> no no he like that's a true story his aunt was infected with malware and so she ships it to him he reverse engineers it goes in through the entire like command and control server and fucking docs the guy who who started all this dude's like a huge russian spammer he's infamous like he is uh, a, 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 a well-known person like krebs has multiple articles about him he incorrectly docks him malware must die of course correctly docks him and uh, he was raided a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, 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 don't fuck with Malware Must Die's aunt. That's all I can say. Because he will find you. And he will have the Russians uh, raid your house. So that's, uh, that's something to look forward to. But yeah, your, your talk was awesome. It was your first talk. Thanks. Yeah. What do you think about that whole um, fiasco? I'm, you, you got me using that word now. Yeah, um, good With word. The, the lady that called me. That okay, yeah, tell the story. Tell the story, because I think this is interesting, guys. It is I so think, weird. What did I miss tonight? I know. Oh, just, just to, to, to let you understand. Weird. She works for a company. I, I don't know if you want to name drop <laughs> the company that you work no. for. But uh, the company she works for is a uh, Fortune... Uh, 200, I would guess, and they do a lot of, uh, uh, they provide computer <laughs> system services uh, and cloud services. They're a huge provider of computer <laughs> shit that's been known for many years. And uh, so prime target for corporate espionage or, uh, or, or, or social engineering. So with that yeah. in mind, yeah, what's your uh, um so after my computer got compromised and um like literally uh like a day after i get a call and i joined this like um national professional women's association and um recently so that's in my recent emails um through my <laughs> my company's email system um which was up when I got compromised, my email was up and easily accessible. So in the sense, um, my information's in there for this association. Uh, so, but I gave the wrong information for my email. Um, and then I called them and said, hey, I gave you the wrong information. I didn't give you my company email. 
And they're like, okay, we'll fix this. And so they fixed it. And uh, I, I didn't, they gave me a code to enter so that uh, the cost was absolved because of my company being in connection with the association. So then I get a call, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, somebody calls me and says, uh, oh, hi, I'm with the um, Women's National Association, da, da, da. And uh, they were like, they started giving me information. Is this your email? And it wasn't my work email. It was my other email. And then they said, oh, you know, they kept going. She kept talking. And I was, oh, hi. You know, <laughs> like, how are you doing? And then uh, she was like, okay. And um, so this is going to be 500 for starting standard membership. And, of course, you know, I, I have a finance background. So... I, you know, I'm, I'm on this, <laughs> like, <laughs> I would, I would pretty much got her down to 99 and about 99 bucks and, uh, a few minutes, if not seconds. <laughs> she, I, I, I was on her ass and, um, and yeah, she, uh, and I, I started explaining to her how I'm not going to do, you know, a, a transaction over the phone and give her my credit card over the phone because there's something called phishing and social engineering. I started explaining it to her. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, you know, she was getting pretty mad about it. And I was just like, all right, well, you have my work email. So because I, y'all, I called y'all, so you can just set up a meeting with me. I can put it on my calendar and we can discuss this. Even if you could send the documentation over why this is costing me something when I've already, you know, entered in, then that would be great. And I was like, all right, bye, Natalie. And she was like, no, my name's Tiffany. I was like, okay, bye, Tiffany. Have a great day. And that was it. And I was really pissed off. And I started talking to him over the IRC. He was like, wow, why are you so angry? Yeah. It, it seems to have greatly. But, uh, so, yeah. It was interesting. So, yeah, no. So you handled that. That's perfect. Two things come to mind. One, it sounds like you're being spearfished if, if this is, like, bad, right? I mean, nobody contacts you like that. So I'd worry about them trying to get you for some other reason. I don't know why you'd be spearfished. But that's something to think about. The second thing is, um, you, know, you handle that perfectly in a in a defending against, right? Next time, pretend to be gullible and say, "Oh, I want to pay you five hundred dollars, but I don't want to do it over the phone." Do you have an email that I can send you the information to? And then, spirit, you know, freaking malware the shit out of them. Oh, uh, well, oh, then we can attack back in mass. Okay. Oh, yes, it's gonna but, be great. Tinker, are you? All right, let's know what happens again, okay? <laughs> Jesus, I know you're no. in a hotel room, but try to restrain yourself. You're probably eating pizza. Oh, I, I'm hey. not even wearing clothes. This is great. Uh, this is a disaster. Tinker, okay, so I, I didn't know at the time, you know, that was just me being paranoid that I even started explaining fishing to them. Um, but right. I didn't even know if they were just like a horrible salesperson. So I was, at the same time, I was just like, oh, this person needs to be educated. And like, you know, I didn't know if they were just like, they are very unprofessional right now because they asked, oh, is that not in your budget? And so I just totally, oh. yeah, yeah, I got all over that. And uh, I was like, that is not an appropriate question. <laughs> um, but then also some other new hires have been, um, have been fished too through their work uh, phone numbers. So that's, that was oh, like, yeah. Sh- yeah. yeah. yeah and they're attacked. 
What? Are you sure your company's not doing it? Yeah, it could be a pen test. Sure they're not doing well, a test? Well, I don't know. Uh, like, trying to get no. her, her personal <laughs> information, like a credit card, that's that's not in scope. That's, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But they were, the specifics on that were, they they were trying to get the manager's information. Like, oh, I, I don't have, like, how, how, are you, how would you get that? I mean, you're calling somebody's work phone and you're saying, I don't have a manager's information. I, I left all my stuff. I think it was, I left all my stuff um, at I need this. Like, how? You just how, dropped your docs. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. like, you just said where you were. Oh, shit. I'll edit it out. Okay. That's thanks. why we don't live stream. Uh, okay. <laughs> just be mindful. Uh, yeah, so so there's there's the thing. Uh, yeah, does that not seem like an active... I mean, so, so put this in perspective. We've got compromised computers that are re-imaged and techs are like, oh, fuck, it happens. There's smart people that do it. Uh, all right. Then you have... Then you have people who are uh, being fish. It's well known. Why the fuck they're not like taking that more seriously is really alarming to me. Yeah, that I find that incredibly concerning that they're not actively trying to figure out what's going on. There'd be if a client came to me and said, "Oh, well, we you know we get attacked about once a month and just re-image half our PCs." <laughs> okay, well. I need to have a conversation about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, Sales pitch. They're in on it. Yeah, it, it, it may be a pen test, uh, but... I don't think no, so. No, no, no. They're getting a cutback. What what, what's, your, what's your thoughts? These guys call on it, it. It sounds like a very methodical fraud that they're, they're looking for all the new hires, and they're attacking the new hires with this yeah. idea that they'll pay. So uh, they, probably, yeah. they probably get a sizable amount of people that fall for it, and they probably even deal in these help desk, you know, desktop support guys, give them a cutback to not... <laughs> not dive into it in fact the help desk guys because they're the ones who are creating the lap <laughs> laptops will probably let them know exactly who the new hires are they're probably the role on the inside and they get a cut back it's a good no. it's a good racket i'm not lying you, that you sounds like a, a standard it, racket you it, it no sounds pain. it sounds great but <laughs> That's, no that's like saying 9-11 was an inside job. So cynical. There's so many... <laughs> it was. So many people are so, like, incompetent. I can't... Uh, what's Wirefall's thing? What's your... Wirefall, are you there? What's your favorite phrase when it comes to conspiracies? And we don't have Wirefall. <laughs> oh, there you are. I'm, I'm dropping about 20% of the packets right now. So uh, what was that question? I was... Uh, what's your response... Uh, when people uh, talk about conspiracies, it's it's possible, but I I I think you look at the most common denominator, and it's just either ignorance uh, or I don't know. There's there, there's conspiracy requires competence and coordination, and that's a very rare trait. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I think that Tinker's right in the assumption that uh, new hires would be the prime targets. I actually even said that, you know, I would go after sales team people because they're going to be less technical But it's overall. not. It's tech team. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the weird thing, right? Like, so uh, it, it's interesting. And I would be fucking concerned if I was this enterprise. But yeah. I guess YOLO sec is a real thing after all. Uh but yeah, the the most interesting uh, thing uh, of, of all of that is is to me still the the malware 
showing up after re-imaging. Uh, either your image is compromised or your hardware is compromised. And if your hardware is compromised, holy shit, who, is, who has compromised you? Because that is nation state level espionage. So what's, what's going on here? I don't believe that it's just a simple fraud thing if you're going to be like fucking over firmware like that, you know? It's just... Or or it's not firmware. They're just they're they're in on the cut, man. They're just there's no way to get malware. Or they're not even re-imaging it, man. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Uh, I mean, it may just be that they've got a CNC server somewhere on the network that is just yeah. hanging out with a reused admin cred or something like that. Oh, true. Yeah. <clears throat> but 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 still, though, there's some incompetencies that are really alarming there. Yeah. Uh, so the listeners won't know where she works but thank we all God. do and we will never ever use their products because of it so thank you for that she, she you use like, their products already <laughs> yeah, well uh, I, I, I'm going to change my mind on everything oh whatever <laughs> no, no. no you gonna, love that product no, no stickers on it yeah or no you're right no okay you don't have stickers on yeah that see one. I'm not the right yeah, person that's yeah. true yeah. it's the wrong color yeah but anyways uh yeah, so that was Joel's talk. It was awesome. First fire talk, guys. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, Joel's first time at DHA was last month, and this month she goes and does a, a fire yeah, talk. Yeah, because Tinker put the fear of God in me that I had to fire talk today. I was like, oh, man, they're going to kick me out if I don't fire talk. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, thank you for giving a fire talk. I hear it was amazing. Yeah. It's okay. But, yeah, but it was fun. Okay. I liked it. I liked it. Well, good. Now, now that you've gotten oh. the idea of it, you know, you can, you can do that Capitalize. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You learn more speaking and teaching it, than doing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what's coming next is uh, Waterfall is going to request that you put in a, a talk for B-Sides. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> what's... Is, is that true, Waterfall? Are you going to throw the gauntlet oh, at her? Alright, maybe uh, not. Well, well, no, no, he definitely <laughs> said something in the It's those lagging. Drop, no, it's the drop packets. He totally said it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh. Yeah. I'm gonna drop off here real quick and try to get a better connection. Alright, bro. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, it's not a DHA after hours without a shit ton of technical difficulties. Uh, Woody, you know, yes. Woody's first time. Tinker, uh, Woody is here and you're not. How does that make you feel? I, I, I'm sad that I'm not there. Uh, um, I think it's absolutely amazing. This is something that I've been looking forward for a, a long time. So, so get this. So, so Woody has gotten onto Twitter. Woody has gotten onto IRC, and now Woody's on the the freaking uh, podcast. We talk about him all the time. He he might as well be there. I, I think that's flipping amazing. Yeah, and Flippin was the same sentiment I shared, so I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that he's here. Well, I'm old, but I ain't stupid. There you go. <laughs> That's right. And he proves that too. <laughs> oh, fucking a. Man, I, hey, Tinker, I got I'm up against a wall on my job uh, code. I may get fired. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. We're all going to get fired in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so true. Uh, well, all right. So with the next talk we had uh, was, shit, I always forget this. I rely on you guys. What, what was the next talk we had? Um, Andy? 
Was it Andy or no, no, no? It was the other. Yeah, it was you. No, it was you next after Jules. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were later you're sitting on. Well, down. yours was a longer, like right? a cooler talk. So, uh, like, like then. No, 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 no. I don't judge. I just say, like, you're, you're talking. <laughs> He took a little, too little time. He took too much time. Oh, hell, I just totally didn't know that he he did you it after, your, so that, that made up for it. You deferred your time to yeah, him, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Sorry about that. No, it, it, was, it, was, it was something that we would normally have as, as a talk at the end, is why mentally it, was at the, it wasn't fire talk material. This was presenting at Black Hat material, which you did. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it and your two newblets that are here. Uh, they <laughs> followed you along who are here for the ride. So uh, have at it. Yes, I brought some noobs with me. So, um, Okay, so so what we were talking about is a piece of software that a coworker and I put together as a, a labor of love over about the last year. A little bit less than that. We actually did. Uh, we were honored to, to speak at Black Hat on it too. We were amazed we got accepted. Um, and basically what it is, it's called Cracklord, and the idea is that, you know, we have a lot of um, resources that are built for specific jobs these days in hacking, and that's, that's what we do. We're professional pen testers. So this is things like, you know, the obvious one is GPU crackers, but we also have servers built out to do Nmap, we have servers built out to do Metasploit, handlers, and a lot of different things. The issue was sharing these sometimes gets a lot of fun. So for example, with our GPU cracker, um, which we now have more than one because of this, but we would... Someone just joined again. Yeah, Yay, he's and back. Conference. Um, <laughs> so with our GPU cracker, we'd start up a bunch of GNU screens, and everybody would fire up Hashcat, and you were supposed to do it a certain way, and that way we could pause it, and what would inevitably happen is some guy felt that his crack was far more important than the five others that people were kind of waiting in the queue, and so he would go through and pause the one that was running and make sure everybody else's didn't start up and would make sure his ran. So because of that, we actually wrote a piece of software that wraps a lot of different things. So the initial use case was wrapping Hashcat. And so we have a server that runs, or it's a daemon that runs on a resource server, in this case, a GPU cracker. But we also have it on our Nmap boxes. We have it on our, you know, some boxes that we have for high CPU for parsing like ntds.dit files and other things. And then we have a master queue server. And the queue server basically pulls the resources when you connect them and says, what tools do you have? What do those tools need? And gives people a single interface that they can use to go in and add a job of the various type. When you say, oh, I want to add a Hashcat job, it actually loads a form using a standard schema so that each tool asks for different things. And it'll manage the jobs. So if you've got 10 things in line that are all using Hashcat and three GPU crackers, well, the first three will run. And if you are very important and you realize that, well, you, you're sitting social engineered, say a bank branch, and you're sitting in a conference room with the, the you know, hashes that you need and you can't leave a pwn plug for whatever reason, well, yours probably needs to go to the top. So you can actually go into the GUI, drag it to the top, hit confirm, and your, it will pause one of them, run yours, let everything else keep going. So we're very proud of it. We think it's really cool. Um, yeah, it was a great, it like, uh, one thing that I, I am uh, uh, just awful about is is uh, judging design. Uh, but most things like Google, for example, Google makes amazing fucking <clears throat> shit, right? That's why they are who they are. But up until a handful of years ago, and even still today, there's pains. Back like when Gmail launched, it was a utility, but it's ugly as fuck. 
all of Google's shit for years had horrible user interface uh, design because it was done by engineers, not people. And there's a difference there because engineers think um, mathematically and people think more emotionally. So a user interface has to reflect the emotions of a person. And, it's far and, less angry than it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, but the thing is, is that the user interface that y'all did, it was bootstrap-based, I'm guessing, based off of it. Yeah, bootstrap and AngularJS. Right, right. Uh, so you got all the hipsters taken care of, but it still looked really good. Uh, I really like the loading animations. I mean, it does not look like a traditional uh, tool that you'll see out there because it actually was really well put together and, and designed for not only a pro user, but from the, the newlets like that you, you've, you've got with you tonight. So <laughs> it was really, I, I really was uh, happy that y'all came in and showed it, you know? Well, don't, don't let the design fool you. There, if you. As you use it, you will use the GitHub issue queue a lot. Oh. <laughs> but we are fixing things actively. So we, we were really like, as we, after Black Hat, we had a lot of people start using it, a lot of new issues popping uh, up that we never saw. We use it full-time internally for, for our team, but um, they tend to follow that well-worn path that we have beaten them into as we've written it. Right. So as other people have used it, we, we found a lot of other stuff. It's been really good. Well, so. that's, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, a stellar product. One thing I want to ask you, though, uh, you, you launched a live working instance of it. I recorded the IP address. Uh, what's the admin password for that? <laughs> uh, hmm, I think it's G O F. Yeah, I, I I looked at it, it was uh, I didn't get a character count, but I was trying to. It's a uh, so that is an EC2 instance that we spawned up, spooled up today yeah. for this. Has a security group that limits it to only our lab that we were VPN'd into. Uh, so, and that that instance will be dying when I get home tonight because I don't want to pay because mm -hmm. GPU GPU instances those those oh, you know, yeah. those those are expensive. So I don't want to pay for that overnight. Okay. Um, but it uh, actually I didn't mention it does have the ability to actually spool up AWS instances right. as well to kind of expand your capacity. That's yeah. a little more beta alpha kind of feature, but it's well, there. Well, that, that's works. a huge part of it though because. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, what I got out of the demonstration was, excuse me, the beer is getting to me, uh, the, uh, when you spin up the instance, uh, that's basically on demand, I need more uh, power, let me spin it up, and when I'm done with my job, it, it deletes the instance. Is that correct, or am I wrong? That's correct. Um, the goal was, you know, we, we do this or work for a lot of clients and the firm that we work for has a, a lot more and, and one of the things that they have a hard time with is they can crack passwords but they're limited to their CPUs right. and they don't have the budget. It's really hard for you know, a 10 person IT shop to go and say, hey, can we have 25 grand to buy or pay for or build a GPU cracker? So to have the ability, if they can send the hashes to the cloud, which is something we don't do, so internally we actually have this turned off and do not use it because we don't want to put client information right, on the yeah. cloud. But if they have the ability to do that, then it can be a great way for them to do internal testing and kind of expand capacity. So they okay. can install the queue in their their you know network, have their IT guys do it. If maybe they're an audit department that wants to do it, or if they're security, they can put it up in their lab. 
and then from there they can add that capacity as necessary. Okay, if you don't mind me asking, uh, on your internal lab, what what uh, stack are you using for your hypervisor? Is it OpenStack? Is it uh, KVM? What, what what are we looking at? VMware. Yeah, VMware. VMware. Yep. So so the internal version you could spin up a <coughs> VMware instance, or is that just what you? So our internal version, we have the Q server, kind of that master controller running in a VM, and then we actually have multiple dedicated for you GPU boxes that are running the resource server that are there permanently. Okay. So um, for us, it's dedicated hardware. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that does make sense. I mean, that was a good question. Basically 100% utilized for us. Right. Weekends, right. Uh, maybe not as much, but pretty much all the other times. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, because if you're, if you're running it in a, a lab, then you're going to have the dedicated hardware you would need to spin up new instances. That makes sense. And at any given time, we've got a ton of teams out doing, you know, we have, what, 10 to 15 pen tests going on every week. Okay. So yeah. maybe, no, that number's low. So it's, it's used. Right, right. Well, that's cool. I, I do appreciate that your uh, firm does... Not send it off to the cloud because, uh, as we've learned, at least one cloud provider tonight doesn't give a shit about investigating compromises. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Uh, but also, I'm supposed to be making a program, which I am making. I'm making a skeleton right now, but um, I got assigned to making something that's going to have uh, client information on the cloud. So. What? <laughs> it, it's internal. So what? Yeah. yeah what, what, can ha what can ever happen within? I know it's internal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's your cloud, right? It's your, yeah. your company's cloud. So that's a little bit different for us. If our firm were to send information up to AWS, it's outside of our control, right? right? You know, given the contracts gotcha. that we're under, that's just not yeah. a risk we're willing to take with our clients. Yeah, the only guys. real way you could do that is if you were the federal government, because Amazon has its own GovCloud, which to even get anywhere near a terminal that you could operate on it, you have to be in a Faraday cage room. You, I mean, it, it's it's no joke. They actually handle that pretty well. But as far as uh, I think Tinker's coming back in. Has entered the conference. <laughs> <This is laughs> oh, welcome back, Tinker. Uh, I've been here the whole time. Oh, that must have been waterfall. Must have been waterfall. But yeah, dude, it's an awesome interface. What's the uh, address there for the GitHub website? Yep, so it's uh, github.com slash J-M-M-C-A-T-E-E slash Cracklord. All right. So that's uh, what Joliet, Michael, Michael, Charlie, Kilo, Alpha, Tango, Echo, Echo. Oh. J.M. McAtee. Oh, are you a, uh, are you an amateur radio by chance? Or just really bored. Okay. <laughs> It's not too many people will know the NATO phonetic <laughs> alphabet if they're outside of the military or amateur radio. Uh, so I thought I'd ask. Well, yeah, that was an awesome talk. Then Rainmaker uh, uh, did a short little fire talk where he went over some resources uh, that he recommended for people who are looking to get free education to further their information security uh, career. He explained how he came in five months ago, came out to DHA, and now he's got a CISP and he's working on CEH, uh, Offensive Security Certified Professional, and just all, what, why are y'all laughing? Did I say something wrong? We had no. a long discussion about CEH. We discussed, uh, yeah, so it's an we had a debate does. today about certificates. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, especially uh, CEH. 
Yeah, that City Age little, is, uh, uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's there for a reason. If you want to work for DOD jobs, get a CEH because they're uh, cert, what is it? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, the, the CEH is basically Lord. the civilian equivalent of a, of a DOD, uh, of, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, I can't remember who even runs the CEH thing, uh, but they do a DOD specific. It's basically C. It's EC Council. The thing that you, I think yeah. you're referring you to go. is the fact that the DOD standards, it is a certificate that's supported if you do want, I, I don't know, Kyle could probably say better. If it's some, it will, if it's one of their requirements to be DOD certified security professional. Right. So, uh, but uh, that's as far as I know about. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 like, if supported. you're military, uh, like, if you're active military, you can go through the equivalent of a CEH, but they call it something else. It's not the CEH. That's what I was getting okay. at. Mm. But but it's apples and or well, no, it's apples and apples. Those uh, <laughs> those go together. And if you want to work for the government, CEH is is the cert. But but if you want to actually uh, represent knowledge, then you wouldn't want to go with CEH, in my opinion. Uh, it's basically like a security plus. It's just a notch on the belt. Uh, it's just like software. It's like just. A lot of software. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does CISSP allow you to do? Oh, it's it's basically uh, shows that you you can uh, really study a lot, uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> can you job with it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a marketable assert, uh, but it takes quite a bit of studying, and uh, it it shows a good representation, I guess, of of a general knowledge of everything. I, I guess you could say it's be. Not not an intermediate level, at least. Uh, it's yeah, it's kind of a, a the CISP. I think the domains really you're you're the the master of none, but know them all. Right. So if you're coming into a company and they need their first security person. It's you know they can hire a CISP and say, well, at least he or she will know a little bit about everything they need to do. Yeah. That's, that's what I need. Well, yeah, go for it. And I don't know anything about this shit. Well, there you go. And thanks to Rainmaker, he's provided us a lot of free resources right. tonight. Yeah, I'm going to hook up with him and get the get the website where he started. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask him to. Uh, I'll get the information and we'll put it on put the meetup page. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rainmaker gave a ton of free resources, and then after that was uh, the uh, keynote of the night. Taz did her Ostent talk from B-Sides Las Vegas and she'll be presenting it at TorCon. And I, Tinker, I really wish you could have been there for this because finally, I, I, I'm not the only fucking creep uh, at BHA. <laughs> because, what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because, uh, yeah, she, she went over a ton of really great techniques. Uh, I think everyone there got something out of it. Uh, it got really quiet when she finished. You notice that? Yeah, yeah, because people were like, Fuck. Yeah, they were fucked up. Yeah. What? Just what happens, you know? I just was thinking, no, please, I'm not going to piss her off. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> she exactly. Don't get on the wrong side of that. Yeah. Well, no, I just, she, she was cool. Oh, I was impressed. Yeah. That was yeah. incredible. Really yeah, yeah. It, she went over, <laughs> poor Waterfall. <laughs> Has entered the conference. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you keep I, dropping. I have to drop off. I can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I'm, I'm, we're, we're trying to adjust the levels on the fly so that you can be a part of it. 
But uh, we're talking about Taz's talk, and what what Taz did uh, was she went over uh, basically kind of uh, a general overview of the same style of Austin that I do, where I don't rely on tools. A lot of people love the tools that exist out there, and that's something that I've never really relied on. I mean, it can aid you, but if you're manually searching, that's just stuff that at this point, um, the applications that are out there cannot replicate. I mean, you would have to have cognitive abilities like uh, Watson, for example, to be able to really analyze things uh, to the level needed to do a good job. So sure, we can open up Maltingo and, and think we're doing a good job, but really digging down and, and doing these uh, these little tricks, actually, it's a bag of tricks, and uh, she showed a lot of them tonight. Um, let, let, let's go over some of them. She went over different information resources that exist. One of my favorite that was in our list was Spokio, uh, but there's just a, a shit ton of those type of aggregate uh, sites where they pull from social media, public records, uh, even some private records that they've purchased from companies. Really? Uh, oh yeah, that that's there's various companies with various things there. Uh, my favorite is LexisNexis, uh, but uh, you know, there's tons of resources, and she went over some of those. And what her whole talk was, she was going over IDing a guy, and this guy happened to be doing something that most would consider unethical. And uh, that was the process that she went through. So she started with, uh, let's see, she had the, the object of concern and so she worked her way backwards. So this person committed an act and I'm, I'm trying to not talk in specifics, so bear with me on that. Um, she goes in, she starts looking at forum posts. She starts making a matrix of all of the uh, forums that this person is a member of. On a financial forum, she was able to get valuable pieces of information, such as a age range. She didn't know a, a, a date of birth, but she knew the month and uh, a, a time span, basically, of the end of the month. And through a series of digging through Google hacks and being able to scour the web through uh, social media and forums, was able to uh, get the guy basically and she docks the guy using uh, information sources that did not involve Facebook that was actually the last resource she used which if you do this a lot uh, for me that that was really nice because that's my first place I will go is Facebook that is the universal phone book and she she showed a lot of the really good techniques that I, I use. But I, I at the same time, like that's the first place you go for a reason. Like, right. You know? Yeah. And I understand that she was looking at different ways of approaching it, so she wanted to keep it last, but it's still very valuable. So at right. the same time it's like, well, don't like put put it down, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, Facebook is is my favorite tool and, and she talked a bit about uh, the social graph. Now, that is something that I have used heavily. And Tinker, you'll remember from my talk in last July, where I went on the, you know, OKCupid and just found a random person and knew everything about her in three minutes without leaving the browser. Um, 
and then and then also uh, docs that meetup uh, user and just using Facebook social graph uh, I, I appreciated that she concentrated on that and then also concentrated on the workaround to that being quote disabled end quote uh, you know it, it's still uh -huh. a, an active method of uh, being able to identify someone so that it, you know uh, for me uh, you know that's going to be my my uh, I'm going to be judgmental when someone talks about Austin and I think she did a fantastic job in her talk uh, I had very little I could add to it but all I wanted to do was uh, jump in but I only did it like twice or three probably about 16 times uh, I, it, it, it was awesome it was awesome uh, you really missed a, a, an amazing talk on that and I'm glad that she was able to to present that at uh, b-sides by herself because her teammate was not allowed to and she's going on mm. to Torcon to uh, present it. So it was it was awesome. Uh, and, and I know that you you are trying to learn a bit about Ascent yourself uh, and trying to learn from the head creep. Uh, but I think <laughs> I think if you look at if you look up Taz's talk, you could actually learn quite a bit from just that. Just the slides will get you pointed in the right direction. Yeah. Oh sure, uh, Taz, Taz knows her shit. That's for that's for goddamn sure. Um, now now here's an interesting idea. You and Taz create a yeah. skip tracing yeah. uh, consultant group, and yeah. uh, and you know, and, and you go nationwide. Yeah, I, I've looked into that actually. Um, I I don't know. Part of me wants to, and then part of me doesn't. Part apparently okay so I've looked into it for me to be a uh, a fugitive recovery agent in the state of Texas all I need is my concealed carry permit and private investigator license and I can do that shit uh, so those are two items that are already like right there in front of me so uh, You'd be a hacktivist, a hobo hacktivist. Yeah, that, that goes and is also a bounty hunter. That yes. Yeah, I thought about my <laughs> my backpack's already incriminating enough with the gear, the lock picks. I can't imagine. Phones. Right. Yeah, multiple phones. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine if if there if you added in guns and uh, fucking handcuffs. I mean, people would know what the fuck to think at that point. So sounds like it well you, you don't you don't have to do it yourself i mean you can hire like you know some no, no bit, uh, you know muscle to, to help that. Down, so. hell no 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 fuck that you see this tinker look all right who who goes on to become <laughs> fucking cops and okay i'm not gonna bad talk cops but like small town cops okay basically who becomes bounty hunters guys who couldn't become cops right and they're usually going to be a, a ton of dicks, right? Like, everyone's seen Dog the Bounty Hunter. I'm not going to run around a fucking place with a paintball gun and, and try to threaten people. No, I, I, I would love to be that, like, guy who played football and just could never really do anything and became a cop or bounty hunter. Uh, but what I thought would be better is if uh, you just, like, just do this for fun. Uh, like, find wanted people... And just tip them off so the cops deal with it, and then you just do it for the lulls. There's no, there's no money involved. It's just, 
just trolling people on a level that is just like imagine this I can fucking swap people and it's completely okay this way like so, think, so this sounds like another episode of Mr. Robot yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it does by the way I hope you had your DVR set tonight yeah yeah the finale is, was actually going to show tonight I think yeah, so we would finally know uh, if Luke and Darth Vader. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't even show. know what's going on in that show anymore. Yeah, I gotta rewatch the season to figure out how the fuck conversations existed with the two of them and see if I can't uh, figure out yeah. if see I can find a flaw hey. in the plot. You know, yeah. it'd be funny if somebody started a computer store, Mr. Robot. I bet there's one out there. Uh, I bet there's one out there. Yeah, I was tempted. Yeah. yeah, I was tempted. Like, like being at the lab in this in this vacant lot. And it's just like something calls me to to get that lot for you know to go mm. into debt and never succeed. <laughs> but I, I was thinking, Mr. Robot would be awesome to have right next to a hackerspace. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's happening tonight. Uh, unfortunately, since Wirefall's not here, we can't watch it uh, at his place on the big screen like we did uh, last month. Uh, but, you know. Google was no help. I couldn't find if that actually existed. Oh, right. oh yeah. How are you going to find <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it's an interesting question, right? under, the, uh, under the TV show. Yeah. Well, what we can look is for LLC filings and Ooh. see. There you go. Yeah. yeah so. But, yeah, skip tracing. <laughs> I break things. I don't <laughs> find things. <laughs> Yeah, so, so the, the Austin thing, one thing that I would uh, add to what she did was um, I like to, uh, like, say if I have a cell phone number, one thing that's really fun to do with a cell phone number is use the password recovery option on a lot of websites. You can use your cell phone number for that. So you can use that to start doxing people. Use Facebook, Google, Twitter, multiple sites will allow you to use a phone number for the password recovery process. And on Facebook and Google specifically, you don't actually have to go through the actual process, so there's no suspicion on their end. By putting in the number and saying, I need to recover my password, it, it does this amazing thing on Google still. Facebook's changed it a little bit. But on Google, when you put that number in, it'll say, are you, and then it's the name of the person with a picture of them. And so from then you just have that information. <laughs> Facebook used to just give this info and I loved it, but I guess someone caught on and so now it gives you an obscured version of it where it'll have an email address there, but it'll have like a first character and the last character, uh, maybe the, the part of the domain. But uh, I've actually had amazing success at being able to take that and remove those stars that they have, they're the asterisks, to reconstruct what that person's email address may be uh, by correlating with other resources. Um, and also, I think what would be a really cool talk, more so than doing skip tracing, Tinker, is uh, her and I making a anti-Ascent talk where we actually go in defense of these uh, techniques because for me, as someone who always has the mindset of attack, 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 um, I, I, well, man, I'm not going to say this on the podcast. I've left an Easter egg on the internet. I just said it on the uh, podcast. I left an Easter egg on the internet. I've been wanting someone to uh, find this Easter egg and go down the rabbit hole, and no one's done it yet. But uh, that being said, uh, there's a lot that can be done with misdirection and... Uh, 
and, and you know, uh, Tinker, you used to really harp on this a lot, and you still, I guess, do uh, when you're not around me. But uh, is is make a shit ton of accounts. Go and make a Facebook account. Don't use it as a personal account, but make it look like it's That's legitimate. What I do. Yeah. See, so so you have multiple accounts. You can adopt aliases. You can steal people's identity not actually you know using it in a fraudulent sense but you know steal someone whose name exists and has an, an address adopt that identity uh, online and you can actually um, lead someone who's doing ostent in the wrong direction because people interpret data as as absolute truth and I've actually had some great experience with uh, fucking with people who use those databases like LexisNexis to find information about me and call me and they think I live in a state that I haven't resided in in my entire life because you, you can actually make uh, virtual mailboxes you can do all of these awesome things to just confuse the fuck out of someone I, I would love for a bounty hunter to try to find me because they would have to go all over the country and then they still wouldn't find me it would be fun but anyways i think that would be a really cool talk to do is the anti ascent how to hide yourself and steal some poor bastard's identity uh and do classic misdirection uh it, you know it's it's a dog eat dog world and sounds very ethical <laughs> And well, it can be. We can, well, I know. Let me say I know. I know. I know. Let me put it this way: If the FBI can steal someone's social, uh, steal your identity for social media to be able to incriminate someone, and this has been done for, uh, like the DEA has done this before to uh, uh, entrap people or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but they have stolen people's digital identities and impersonated people to be able to incriminate others. If the DEA can do this and the FBI, those people are who I look to for guidance in my life. <laughs> Law enforcement is uh, who I feel is is doing the right thing for our country. So if they are doing it, then by God, it's the American thing for me to do. <laughs> so that's the possibly the American the, way. Yeah, possibly the most American talk ever would be Taz and I telling well, people how to hide themselves online, completely defeating the methods that I enjoy <laughs> so much. But yeah, I think that But would Taz cool. like do that for hiding? Because like she like it relies on it. Like yeah. I said on the IRC, like I'm like scared to go on there and it's like some like child something's gonna come up on my screen. I'll just be like, Oh my god, and then the authorities come in and then I'm dead and you know. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I can tell you that's, how, that's how the lost, talk affected me. That's why I was just sitting there staring at the floor. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I don't want to call the cops. No, you do want to call it. Well, well, you don't call the cops. <laughs> do not call the cops. Well, I said. If, if you discover <laughs> child pornography, do not call your local keyboard right. and say, hey, man, there's child porn on my computer because... <laughs> That's like what she was saying. No, well, hell, there's, there's so many intricacies. I was yeah. just like, I'm just not even going to fool with the internet, I even though I, you, I'm a virtual salesperson. The law enforcement, <laughs> uh, from the law enforcement perspective, if you do find something uh, like that online, if you do find a depiction of a rape or, or something, I, you know, it doesn't even have to be sexual. If you find drugs, or whatever. If you find something like that, especially child pornography, 
you need to report that to the FBI. What if it's on the dark web? If you still report it to the FBI. The dark web okay. is something that is uh, unfortunately filled with that type of stuff, but you still need to report it to the FBI. Whether or not you give a shit if they investigate it or if they uh, are coming after you, just the fact that if they do a forensics analysis and they're able to see that you access that, they can also see that you went to the FBI's website and reported anonymously. I mean, cover your tracks. Obviously, if you spent 30 minutes on a child porn site, you just didn't, you know, oh, well, I would have been to see to investigate and report. If you do what she said, Get up, leave the laptop like it is. That means you're. That's time. It's counting. The clock's running. Yeah, yeah. So they come back an hour later and say, "Oh, you've been on there for an hour. <laughs> right, yeah. You're screwed. Don't call." Right, my yeah. Answer. <laughs> well, it, it's the thing. You are legally obligated <clears throat> to report it. That's well, I'm legally thing. obligated to do a lot of shit, and I don't do it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Tinker, you said that I like I do illegal stuff like five times a day, and everybody else does too. Yeah, yeah, the felonies. Yeah. yeah. So. How- oh no, no. I, I, I I'm reading a uh, um, a freaking article right now. At least the title of it. Uh, and and going with all this, it goes: Teens who take nude selfie photos uh, face adult sex charges. So the 16 year old girl. Uh, took pictures of herself naked to send to her 16-year-old boyfriend. Sheriff's office arrested her for for production of child pornography and are charging her as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm glad I was a nerd in high school. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that just kind of goes to show you that that um, yeah yeah you you just kind of you do like what four or five felonies a day. It's just a question of arbitrary following. Um, I uh, I. I Unless it's something happening right in front of you, uh, I'd be very hesitant to uh, yeah. to invoke law enforcement. If if I do find things like that, and I do, because uh, because again, the F- the FBI uh, uh, child porn kind of squad or what have you, that uh, more power to them. I wouldn't be able to do that myself. I wouldn't be able to stomach it. Um, but when they go after real, you know, real predators uh, like they're supposed to, that's great. Um, but if you find something to give any sort of tip. Uh, don't go in it with your your real name. I mean, hide you know, treat it like you're hacking or something along those lines. But hide your tracks. Give them the tip as anonymously anonymously. I can't even pronounce that word. Anonymously, um, but uh, as possible. If, if you cannot protect your own identity and giving up a tip like that, uh, don't even attempt it. All right. So yeah. so let me tell you what Taz said. Uh, she bring she brings her laptop in and lets the feds image it and do forensics analysis. So, uh, what's your what's your response no. to that? <laughs> oh my God, no! no, 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 no. <laughs> but but Tinker, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you have nothing to hide. So well, she, I will freaking reach through this uh, goddamn little tablet and backhand you, sir. Yeah. Okay. So well, she's talked about having two different computers. Well, that's what I One said. Was I was like, fuck no. Yeah. I'm not gonna let anyone image my drugs like that. Uh, well, they can. Yeah. They can, you could do an image, but I'm not giving you my keys. Uh, no, the, the the one thing that that I always consider, like again, you know, like the the to, to take a step back, the the one of the worst crimes that, that I can think of imaginable is rape, uh, and and one that is a bad crime, not as bad, but but pretty close, is false accusation of rape. Because it, it hurts a person and it, it, it sullies uh, uh, any other uh, you know claims for it. 
Um, but you know, the idea of child pornography is just disgusting. Um, but you'll you'll see law enforcement uh, use it not at least not widely that I've heard, but they, they use like with Matthew DeHart, for example. Um, but they'll use child porn as a digital dime bag. You know, it, it's it's we want you to do this, or, or we don't like what you're doing, or oh hey, we found a. Uh, we found child porn on your on your computer. It's like, well, no, you didn't. Well, if they have your computer and it's not encrypted, they can put anything they want on there and, and, and claim forensic evidence. And so my biggest thing is that I don't trust a lot of these law enforcement agents. I keep my disk end-to-end encrypted, don't give up the key, not because I don't have anything to hide, but because I don't trust law enforcement not to plant digital evidence on it. Yeah. I don't think it's that far-fetched, what are you saying? No, I know, I, I, for leverage, but... Uh, I mean, if you're reporting to the FBI that you found child pornography, and and that and that's the extent of it, I, I just don't see where they would even try to leverage more. Now, you're right in a case of where you aren't fucking even remotely near it, and they just you're it's a political move there where they they're against you, what you're standing for, what you're doing. Then of course, nothing you do is even going to remotely stop them from putting CP or or whatever the fuck else. It's like a it's like a cop planting drugs on you. I mean, at that point, so. Uh, I, I I don't know. I've reported CP that I've come across uh, it, various times in the past, uh, and and I don't feel like that I I fucked up on an opsec level. I would feel I fucked up on an opsec level if I hadn't have done it. Because unlike most people uh, who would talk on the subject, they haven't had actual federal agents visit them at their home over their internet activities. So. That when it's in that perspective, it's like, well, fuck me, I'm not going down that road of anything remotely questionably illegal, especially on that scale, being on my home network or anything like that. So, I come at it from a different perspective than other people would, I guess. (laughs) 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 Holy shit! I mean, it's also the right thing to do to report it. Yeah, I mean, really, morally, humanly. Oh God. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not a big white hat guy over here, or, or white knight, white hat, white knight. I'm, I'm neither. I guess that means that you're a white knight, right? Oh, I'm white hat, but yeah, <laughs> yes, but, probably. I, but see, for example, uh, when anonymous and their infinite wisdom, those fucking heroes they are of the universe, when they were dosing all of these child pornography sites on hidden services, they fucking took down my hidden service in the meantime too. I didn't realize at the time that my server was also on the same server as child pornography. But, uh, you know, th- th- those kind of responses of just like, her dirt, we're going to DOS shit uh, because of, you know, whatever reason, they didn't effectively do anything at all. Uh, what actually did something was uh, the, the Freedom Host raid. That's what actually did something. So. Um, yeah, I, I think reporting it, just do your thing, uh, but don't go actively seek out and try to report it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and if you find it in the course of your job, oh, fuck. call legal. Yes. Hands off the keyboard. Yeah, no. Walk away. Call your legal department. They will have contacts in the federal government. They will have contacts with law enforcement. They will know what to do. I know this from... Yeah, that, that would okay. work. For me personally, if I were to accidentally run across something at home, just not not even hacking, just messing around, 
I wouldn't call the police. I don't trust yeah. them. Right. Just like Tinker said. Well, no, I, I, I get that sentiment yeah, completely. Right. I do, I do. But I come from a perspective of having visited, yeah. so I feel that I'm always on a radar. Yeah. Uh, I didn't actually do anything, but just could you imagine walking home and they and, and they approach you and they know who you are. That just fucking... Yeah. It, right. Your entire life flashes <laughs> before you. You almost pass out. You don't even register what's being said. You're just flushed, you know, so... Yeah. I could never, ever want to experience that again. So uh, I try to steer away from that as much as possible. So yeah, I, I get both well, sides, right? Yeah. Like one, one, one night, this was when my uh, sons now that are grown, they're in their thirties. They were teenagers. I was woken up one night by police, two policemen standing in front of my bed in my house. They woke me up out of my sleep. And they, they were telling me that they had found marijuana on my son. And what the hell are they doing in my house? Yeah. You know? So, wow. And, and, and so I said, well, I don't know anything about it. And they said, well, we'll flush, let, you go and flush it down the toilet and we'll forget the whole thing. Fuck, That's no. what they did. Wow, did you, like, you handled it? I would have touched that shit. Yeah, I handled it. Wow. And did what, they stood there and watched me put it down the toilet, and they went and left. So so the cops uh, invading your house was the part. Yeah, that's the part. Like, like they did a bro thing for you, really. Like, they They came into my house. And, and woke me up out of the you know out of sleep, and that freaked, what me, a bunch right, of that freaked me right out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, I wouldn't like it if they came in my house like that, but I would I would be probably more happy that my son was not. not like, I know a friend. Well, yeah, I was happy that they didn't press charges on him. Yeah, but, but they but probably still, took half of what they you ended up flushing down beforehand. Knows, I mean, who knows? They probably were like, uh, <laughs> "I'm gonna finish that spliff real quick before we take it to your dad." <laughs> they probably didn't even think about what they were doing. They were just so fucking stoned, oh, and they yeah. were just—they probably sat there for ten minutes, just standing at the edge of your bed, like, "Fuck." Dude, all right, all right. So, oh what, what what do we even say? I, I don't know, man. Uh, fuck you, talk. No, you talked last time. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. But look how peaceful he is. Do we really want to do this? We have to. All right, all right, all right. All right. Fuck, dude. go get some eye drops out of his bathroom. Oh god, oh, we're gonna get so much trouble for this shit. All right, all right, look, look, look. Let's just let's just fuck fuck the whole thing. He's we'll just let him flush it down. Then he'll like us, and we won't have to deal with this, dude. You're awesome. We're going to get fucking hostess after this. <laughs> That's totally how it went down, man. You could have probably smoked the rest of it with him if you had just yeah. offered. So, uh, so he, it's That's good. what you remember, uh, getting woken up. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah. The rest of it, I don't care if my son had some marijuana. I didn't really care. Yeah. I don't care if your son had marijuana <laughs> either. <laughs> I, think, I, think you should, I think you should be able to do that all he wants. Well, heck, jail time isn't that nice. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Avoid that. I don't know. That's exactly. It's funny. You don't want to report uh, anything you find to the police because of fear of jail time. Uh, but I it would report it because of fear of jail. Yeah, time. That's, yeah I see. You. Yeah. yeah, but you're different. Yep. Yeah, your your situation's exactly. different than mine. Yeah, 
you're just a cool dude. No, and, and and I'm and I'm a guy who uh, is scared that the feds are gonna <laughs> yeah. bust down his door. Yeah. You know, you know, you y'all yeah. don't know this, but I actually had a scare. Uh, when was it, Tinker? Was it last month? Was that when it was? Yeah, it was last month, wasn't it? You had a scare. I get this random text message of go to ground, go to ground, microwave your RAM. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's not how it went. Uh, <laughs> what happened? Uh, I was, all right, so let me put it in perspective for you. Uh, I, You know, since I was, my, all right, one of my first interactions with a police officer, I fucking ran away and cried until he left. Aww. I was uh, being babysat, like, you know, I don't know how old I was the first time, but I was being babysat by this woman. I knew her really well. Her husband was a cop. He comes home for a sandwich, and I fucking screamed and cried and locked <laughs> myself in a room until he left. And so, so... I've always had a fear of police from before I went to school. Uh, I remember, I, I shit you not, when I was in first grade, it was Halloween, and the police had this program where uh, kids, the parents could come and bring their kids and they would be fingerprinted mm -hmm. uh, to, so that they could locate your child if they were lost mm -hmm. and it would be in this database. And I remember with my hand above that paper, thinking this is a huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to regret this. If I'm ever on the run, they're going to have yeah, this. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 and I told my dad I didn't want to do it, and he just looked at me with that look of disappointment I know too well. He made me do it. <laughs> Anyways, and so I've, I've always had a fear of, of, of law enforcement, and especially as a teenager getting into hacking, uh, it was amplified to levels that are just not even funny. The countless restless nights of waking up thinking that I was being raided because the lights were turned on in the room. Uh, just this, this constant fear. So, I, uh, fuck, what was the series mm. of events? Uh, I, I, it was about, yeah. No, okay. well, yeah, yeah, it was okay. last month. I'm trying to remember the first thing that happened that made me, uh, uh nervous. But I, I was having really flaky internet problems. And uh, I, so I check everything and it's whatever. Uh, but then I, I don't have internet for a, a span of time and it was instant. Like I was, I was doing my shit, then gone. It was in the middle of the night. And I'm thinking, oh, this is good maintenance cycle, whatever. But I go to connect to Wi-Fi and I see an access point with my first name on it inside of my house. This signal was just too strong for it to be anywhere else. And so I'm just like, what the fuck is this? So I'm walking around, try, like with Wiggle on my phone, trying to see the signal strength. I walk around the perimeter of the house, and it is it is inside of my house somewhere, and I'm just looking all over, just frantically trying. Like who, the feds aren't going to be so incompetent, right, that they would put a Dropbox in the house with my fucking name on it and just have this this idea? Like there's no fucking way that they'd be that stupid. So now I'm thinking, okay, I would totally do this to a friend. So who could have done this, right? So anyways, I'm doing whatever. I don't connect to it. It was, it was an insecure access point with my name on it, literally. And so I don't connect to it because I'm like, maybe this is a trap. They cut my internet. They put this AP on for me to access it so I don't have authorization to access into this network. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But... I, I just I just let it be. Well, it's a Sunday. 
and uh, the same shit happens again. AP, the the night before, a black van's driving through my neighborhood, and I catch the tag, and it's a U.S. government tag. So I'm shitting myself with everything put together, and so I leave the house. I notify Tinker. I'm like, uh, fuck, man, I'm going off the grid. I don't know what's about to happen, but some crazy shit's going on. Uh, just, uh, you know, if you don't hear from me, that's what's going on or whatever. And it was just hours and hours of me just, uh, just hiding in, in town in various places thinking, where, where the, where, what's my next move? Uh, do I risk going to an ATM real quick and getting as much cash as possible? Do I have enough cash? How far can I get? I'm estimating a 700 mile radius. I'm gonna have to go find a car that has the same make and model, so they're tagged, switch plates. You know, I'm thinking the full, like how am I going to get out of here? Uh, I had a, I have a, a decent strategy, but it's just when, the moment where you think you have to execute it, it's just really fucking nerve-wracking. And why? I haven't fucking done anything. So I go through a whole day of torturing myself, and then I finally, Decide that it, okay, it might be safe to go home, and, and and everything's fine. Well, well, it happens one more time. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done with it. Take me to jail. I'm connecting to this network. I I pull up MMAP. I scan the network. There's one IP address, uh, and it's got two ports open. And wait, it's a Tomcat service. So I'm like, all right, this is a fucking honeypot. What's going on here? And then I I look at it, and then I'm like, oh. Fuck me! Oh, it was my goddamn Chromecast. When the internet goes out, yeah. When the internet goes out, your Chromecast turns into an access point for your phone to be able to connect to it using the Chromecast app for you to configure the fucking thing. Mm. So I spent this entire time ready to fucking burn everything and leave and just just be homeless somewhere to to regroup and figure out what kind of shit I'm in. <laughs> And it was just me losing the internet, paranoia, and a fucking Chromecast. That's that's the scare I had. That, so that, that that's some Looney Tunes like comedy thing, man. That's a cartoon. That's beautiful. I never heard the the ending of it. I I thought you were still being tailed. No, 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 no. Uh, that's. You have no idea why the black uh, car went by with the U.S. tags. No, you know... Yeah, that was real. You realize that, right? Like, just yeah. because you found one false thing, they are still out to get you. Oh, I, I believe <laughs> I you not. I you not. I'll be outside enjoying the beautiful... Like, the only thing that I will have to say that is uh, a positive about the area I live in is that it's so far away from, like, actual civilization that you can see a beautiful painted sky. It's just breathtaking. Uh-huh to go outside and just soak it all in. There's only like two days a year where the weather is enjoyable, so I, I capitalize on that. By the way, there's gonna be a full lunar eclipse on the 28th of this month. Oh, awesome. You're gonna be able to see it out there really well. Oh, yeah, I, I, it's, that's gonna be on the calendar. I'm gonna do that for sure, but, uh, so, so I'll be out there enjoying the night sky, and then I hear a fucking helicopter. No! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, they must test, like, helicopter flight. There's got to be some school or something. Because, like, you'll see fucking black helicopters. And, and it's like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, looking at the phones. And I'm like... There he is. Yeah. I'm, like, Get him. It, it's terrifying. And then I literally, just because of one visit in which I'm not even a suspect in anything, 
I've lived in absolute fear ever since then, and so it's understandable, you know. I, I get it. Well, it's I, it's it shouldn't be understandable. No, but how old were you when that happened? This happened two years ago when, no. when I was visited. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was. Two well, now years. it's even more understandable. Yeah, no, it's very recent. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you were like thirteen. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. There was a lot of shit that happened then, but it wasn't like fucking feds showing up type thing. Okay. Yeah, this different this, classification then. Yeah, well, it was all lawsuits, legal, civil stuff, not oh, criminal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this was definitely terrifying as fuck, and I never want to go down that road again. So, yeah, constant uh, state of paranoia. And oddly enough, that's probably why Tinker and I are such good friends, is because we share uh, these odd conspiracies. Okay, so tell me, Tinker, you know my story. What did you do when you think that an impending grade's occurring on me? Did you just say lols and go back to life or did you take any measures of your own oh when you contacted me i i reached out to wirefall and mr chen and then uh started locking and loading and heading north to oklahoma i was gonna go get you oh i i, I, repre- I appreciate that a lot actually yeah mr chen has had his number of scares throughout the years with that too because uh, yeah. yeah, he almost wiped out a couple of servers when I when I was hiding. Seriously? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister Chen. Yeah, there's lots of stories that are not appropriate for podcasts, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that was so. So in that perspective, I guess if you know all of that, then coming across something as horrible as CP and knowing the constant threat of an impending raid and my all too recent visit. Uh, you know that that's just something I never want to experience again. You never want to see a bald man, like with a shark. Like I, that's probably why uh, Tinker's so terrifying. Aside from the 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 you know uh, resemblance to a penis that his face represents, the uh, the just the bald head was the same as that. I've never person. gotten that. You never got no, no. I never just looked thank, at him and thought penis. You. Yeah, I, I've never gotten the whole penis. Head it's deep. because we don't shave. We went over this last month. Uh, but I feel like we've gotten past that and we can move on. And you know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Have you talked? Have you talked to uh, the ladies about about your about your? Never mind. This. You know what? I had a horrible podcast. But... I'm, I'm glad you're not drunk tonight. At least let yeah, you run with that one. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. You know. Yeah. No. I didn't. I didn't drink enough. I had a lot of responsibilities uh, with the mixing board. I didn't want to do that. So, uh, wait, wait, are 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 y'all at the hackerspace? We are. Where are you at? Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing, right? So, uh, you know, we've planned doing this for a while now, and there was supposed to be a person with keys to the hackerspace here tonight to open it up and, and let us in. Uh, that didn't hurt, happen at all. So. As a lifetime member, I took it upon myself to uh, to gain access to the building uh, without the knowledge, I guess, of the people who have keys to the building. So uh, that happened. I, it's authorized in the sense that Sean planned on giving me a key at some point, but there you go. And and then six didn't that, show. That, that's not authorization. <laughs> Uh, I, well, okay. T- tell me how it's uh, all right. So I'm a lifetime member here. Uh, I, I I paid a membership due 
to have 24-7 access to the building. I was given permission to be here. The person who was responsible for unlocking the door didn't show up. So I had authorization. I just needed to be able to open the door is all. That's that's the part that I so, took upon myself. So what you're saying is if my server receives a malware with <laughs> credentials to an IRC server, that even though I, I, I can't get to that point, I'm allowed to log in, right? I mean, that's that, right? Uh, it depends on uh, if, uh, fuck, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here, damn it. We're doing the podcast, so mission accomplished. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, we're here at the lab. Uh, Woody's been here, Jules, and the noobs, and uh, I, I can see we can't remember your, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Y'all yeah, talk come hardly. on. Yeah, what's y'all's opinion? Uh, I, I love noobs. I'm just giving y'all a hard time because I think he enjoys <laughs> I think it. they're legitimate. Yeah, they're I'm legitimate. worried now that ne next Wednesday no one's going to show up to open the door for my class. Oh, well, well maybe, maybe I'll uh, have to... Uh, Arrange something for you yeah. when it comes to that. Because <laughs> I believe that's all. Wait, 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 wait. What, real quick, what are you doing a class next week? Yeah, yeah. Python. You need to be well, here. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm going to be in town. To, to tell us about that real quick. Yeah. What, what are you teaching? What, what are you going to do? Beginners uh, Python. Let's start from Hello World and work up from that. And teach, you know, just teach a class on uh, how to program in Python, uh, starting with the very basic stuff. And and since you're teaching this out of the hacker space, that that's a free class to right. anybody that wants to come and attend, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it that's is. the way it's uh, was uh, posed by Roxy, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's free for anyone to come out here. Uh, you can find information at thelab.ms. Uh, so uh, RSVP uh, for if you're going to show up only. Oh, it's limited to twenty. Yeah. Pages. Only if you are going to be here, RSVP. If you are like, yeah, I might make it, don't fucking RSVP. Because they're going off of that. And if you are going to show up, fucking RSVP. So it's limited to 20 people for the class. And if you uh, do show up uh, and you're not on RSVP, you, you, you're just shit out of luck. You're going to miss Woody's awesome talk. <laughs> and, and you're just an asshole. So go and do that. Uh, come out and support... Our boy Woody, um, and yeah, so so y'all seen it? What, what's your thoughts? It's it's pretty cool. I like it. Y'all like it? If you nod, they yeah, can't hear I you. <laughs> I keep thinking that's a server, so I, uh, I'm yeah. like, we got yeah. a server rack that's empty right now. Yeah. Uh, it, it just opened up. It's got some. What are y'all thoughts? Y'all think y'all like it? Or? I didn't get a full walk through the space. Is is this the entire uh, section? Uh, no, no, we got two classrooms. I'll show it to you. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't have a full. But, but this is pretty cool. Right? We got a yeah, room. Nice. I think the idea of it is great, and I think that uh, what you guys are trying to do, you know, and promote to the spread of knowledge is important. So, uh, with that even being said, the fact that you went out and got a lease and got space is already earned my vote. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was a two-year process of uh, of Roxy and Logic Works. They they started it off and. And, you know, as of two weekends ago, grand opening, and here we are now, the first podcast ever recorded here, so uh, even if it wasn't authorized, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be a hacking podcast if it weren't for that. Uh, so, uh, what's, what's your thoughts? Uh, no, I completely agree. I think it's, uh, I mean, a hackerspace like this is 
awesome for you know the tinkerer and people who really want to learn new things. Yeah. Now my question is is you know I, you know I hate to bring up you know potential competitors, but what are you guys planning on doing different than the Dallas hacker space? Well, okay, so uh, there, there's no real competition, I guess you could say. It's it's uh, the more the merrier, you know. Uh, the Dallas hacker space has a, a incredible facilities there. For fifty dollars a month, you can work on your fucking car. You can three uh, D print. You can. Uh, have computer lab opportunities. I mean, there's a shit ton of stuff. I'm not even touching the surface of what they offer. What the lab's doing a little different is instead of having one central space, they're going to have multiple locations throughout the area. So this is the education center. There will be a full studio built here for podcasting like this, only not so ratchet as us being in a room full of echoes and air conditioning. Uh, And then there's also going to be you know, different facilities for different, like, things, but one membership gets you access to all of the different buildings. So, you know, it's pretty cool in that aspect. Uh, and, and there's going to be open houses and all of that, so you can definitely check it out, again, at the lab.ms. But uh, you, you say? Yeah, I mean, the important aspect of this all to me was being that uh, I taught myself and my house in my own virtual lab yeah. alone with the only help of the internet forums, and that was my communication channel yes. with the sole goal of becoming a pen tester. I did it alone. And so none of my friends were into it. Uh, no one even wanted to program. I did it myself. And so to have, uh, you know, that community, stuff like this even happening, uh, it, 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 I wish I would have known that people were into it and did that yeah. and so that I could become involved. So I think it's important that you're doing this and getting the word out so that people can come and have a collaborative learning environment which will help expedite the process of reading books alone from, from morning to night. <laughs> Yeah. So I think that that's that's in itself is a good thing. I agree, man. Uh, I'll tell Fucking you a little story uh, about something I experienced here this past weekend. Uh, I, all right, so we, we're all geeks here. We all experience that whole you're the only person into this shit. You try to share, and you're nerding out to your friends, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Can you hack my MySpace or not?" That was that was high school for me, right? <laughs> And, and the answer was yes. Uh, but uh, th- what I saw uh, really just made everything worth it to me, in my opinion, uh, this past weekend uh, when I saw this, this there was this, these parents who were going to the pizza place here and the cool cheeky Italian he is uh, ordered them to come over here. Uh, and they had a son who's a senior in high school and uh, he was really in, like into uh, audiovisual stuff. He, want, he wanted to talk about what we're gonna do here with the studio. So I had an opportunity to talk to him and I could see his eyes light up. There was that passion, that fire, that drive that all of us have had and experienced from a young age. And he could tell that he's not getting that at school. And, and even the parents were sitting there talking in, in a sense where you, you get it, right? Like, and, and I was like, oh my God, you know, like he's found his home. And I'm telling him, you know, like all that bullshit you deal with at school, that this is the real world and you're accepted here, you know? And just the, the parents' reaction more than, more than the kids was like, that was just magical for me that the parents who give a shit about their kid who don't know what the fuck to do with it because the, the kid's on a different level 
and isn't like other kids, oh, well, guess what? You can bring him here and he's safe and he's just going to be able to teach others. I was, I was talking to him. He wants to do a guitar class. He wants to teach an intro to a video editing. And all of that is, is something that a kid who may not be able to fit in with the normal people now has a place where he can excel, learn from, and teach other people in a supportive environment. I, I couldn't be more happier to be a part of anything than I was in the moment when I saw them looking at each other. That look, oh my God, it was like, what kind of, what kind of shit would I have not have gotten into as a teenager if I would have had a place like this? So, I, You know, I've been involved with a couple of different hacker spaces and uh, clubs that are similar. They have their space. And uh, I mean, just the, the incidental learning, right? The, the two people working on a, a table saw and a you know, a lathe or something, and they're standing there, and they, they stop for a minute, and they start talking about what they're doing, and they switch, and they, they look at each other, and, and, you know, or you're brewing a beer, and the guy next to you is having a problem, and suddenly everybody comes around yeah. and starts thinking about it. I mean, that, that alone, you will learn far more in months in an environment like that than you will doing it alone, or, I mean, it's just incredible. It is. It's, a, it's an AFK IRC channel is how I see it, you know? <laughs> So it's much better. <laughs> no, I I think I said to you in my interview with you for our company that uh, you know uh, you can uh, one conversation with an intelligent and wise person can fill ten thousand hours of study. Yeah, and and a collaborative environment expedites all of that process. It's the same reason why. You know, we're doing an external pin in a collaborative room and we're all communicating about what needs to happen on the job. And, and, you know, well, I don't quite understand why I'm seeing this. Can you explain this to me? And then you break out the whiteboard and and then we go to town and everybody learns. And, and I think that that is extremely important. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it, it's, it's magical when you can be in person and be able to do that. Uh, tinker... Uh, I know you feel the same way, don't you? Uh, I'm listening to to the guests we have here, and I'm like, fucking hey, I love these people. They're gonna hang out more often, right? Like, like they're going to DHA, and Actually, we're gonna go get you, you no, guys. No. You look behind you in the other room and go to that uh, that fridge. There, there's some beers in there if you like. Grab an amber <laughs> on me. Uh, actually, no, they, they're uh, they're not. They don't live here. They actually live. No, in, we do. Well, oh, fuck! Actually. I was messing with them. I was trying to disappoint them. <laughs> I was trying to disappoint them. No, no, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We have the the, the two noobs I, again. I, it's just it's all in jest. It's jazz. okay. Yeah. It's all in jest. Actually, I went last month, and you guys called me out for wearing a suit. No, yes, you're the guy. that was yeah. me. So, oh my God, that was, that was me. I'm not, yeah. I'm, not, hey. I'm not a recruiter. I'm, not, back. I'm a pin yeah, tester. Not a recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to convince him at work to take the suit away. Yeah, it just, just isn't gonna it. happen. Yeah, and no, no, dude, I respect that. No, no, you be you, man. No, we came from a client. There was a client down the street. So we literally, we had to rush there like 10 minutes from the client. I rode with him. I get it. No, I've had to come straight from work many times, so I get it. And it's, and and I I, I was, then we actually had a Fed who was a part of the community for years. And right before he moved, he told everyone that, hey, yeah, by the way, I'm a Fed. 
and he, and, and, and then he, he he wasn't he wasn't a that's a right. renegade. He's not. Yeah, he worked for yeah. DOD. Right, right. You know, that, that he was technically a Fed. Right. Yeah, he was technically a Fed. He was, but he was saying he was a Fed. That's that's what I'm getting at. And he made the comment that I'm the one who looks like the fucking Fed, and it was true because <laughs> he's the one with the big beard and everything. It was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, Tinker. Uh, yeah, so the guy that you called the recruiter. Is the guy that you uh, basically want to snuggle up next to? So. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I, I'm over here alone in a hotel room, you know, and not wearing I got clothes. the window open, the one not wearing clothes, snuggled up in a comforter. You know, after you get done with that, if you want to fly out to L.A., we can just like beard nuzzle. If well, you want. from what I understand, your head looks like a penis. I'm, I'm not into that, but okay. <laughs> I mean. I, I, we turn off the lights, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think uh, we've said all the. Oh, oh, one last thing. Oh, a quick thing to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, so I, I talked a little bit tonight about the protest of concept. I really want this to actually happen soon. Weather's not going to be as hot, and I want to do it before it's too cold. And uh, uh, Queer Killjoy was out there tonight, so. Uh, she's going to get the local activist community on board and hopefully we can collaborate and educate with people who we don't necessarily agree with politically so that they can go out there with the tools to be able to uh, have a protest without any kind of communication dis disruption. Um, I, I, I've been brainstorming this nonstop since February. Uh, and I really just want this to happen because I, I'm, I'm tired of seeing people across the world protesting and having shit happen like, uh, what is Sorry. Fuck, that hurt my ears. It's okay. Sorry. No, it's all, it's all good. Uh, it, what was it? India. There was a big protest in India, and so they took out an entire state cell phone coverage. And uh, that's the type of shit that I want to end once and for all. We have the technology, so uh, let's package it in a format to where anyone can download a tool set and be able to use it just like the Tor Browser Bundle, but for AFK protesting out on the streets. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's one thing that, uh, yeah, we're gonna do, Tinker, so. One thing you can use if you don't want, if you want to get off the grid, so to speak, is CB radio. CBs, yeah, yeah, and CBs will be uh, very beneficial. The only problem with CB would be uh, the transmission power of, uh, you know, four watts is perfect for a small perimeter, but the, the amount of power that would be needed for a handheld, you know, you gotta put like eight or nine AA cells in a rechargeable uh, CB. But that's a good idea. We can maybe do something with SDR. It, it doesn't. Only time it really drains is when you transmit. Transmit, right, so. right. Yeah, you're, you got a point there. And um, I also, of course, you'd have to be licensed to use a two meter. Right, handy, for ham, handy. right. Yeah, but, but see, that's the problem is that I would never, ever use ham during a, prog uh, during a, a broadcast yeah. because I'd have to use my call sign, which just gave everyone my full name and where yeah, I right. live. So, right. uh, but I'm thinking of uh, commodity hardware that we can install, modify. Uh, what about these little walkie-talkies that you buy over there? The FRS radios? 
Yeah, they're they're made for hunters. And yeah, that yeah, sort of uh, yeah. FRS those those could be used, but I was thinking of digital communication where mm-hmm. not just audio. Uh, I, I'm looking at basically spawning an equivalent of Twitter, a, a social network similar to that, uh, on a just complete mesh net with no internet connectivity. Uh-huh. And being able to communicate via Wi-Fi in a mesh net, not just Bluetooth, you could use Bluetooth for resilience, but be able to have instant messaging and social networking in a, in a Twitter-type feed for people out on a protest. So uh, you just so have, uh, you could basically have these everything. These are phones? Using the phones as clients, but yeah. you would have to have people to provide the server, right? So that's what you would just have on a bag that you carry, just right. like a lot of protesters already do. Uh, I, I think I could probably pull off a, a decent uh, protest with less than $300 worth of hardware. They could do multiple blocks uh, and take a load of at least a few hundred to a thousand people. I don't know, we just have to stress this, and that's part of what the whole protest of concept is. An actual protest where we're just doing a proof of concept on the technology. So it would be amazing if we could get a really big turnout to where it actually gets coverage as a protest we're just doing a protest of concept. Yeah, a little box at Rainmaker. That's that's a TP link device. Yeah. That's something I'm looking at. A Raspberry Pi takes a whole lot more yeah, effort, yeah. yeah, to go into it. But you know, it's going to be something where we can all collaboratively work on. And I'm going to work on spinning up a site. I'll have it up a whole lot quicker than I did the DHA site. But uh, we'll we'll have all that info out there. And so Tinker's going to spearhead the uh, flag holding we're going to get a DHA flag made and he's going to be out there at the forefront waving the flag how's it sound Tinker yeah I'll do it why not all right so we're going to wrap up so everyone can get home and you can uh, enjoy a a nice pizza Uh, so Tinker why don't you well you know what to do why don't you do that for us all right Oh, what would you do with a drunken sailor? What would you do with a drunken sailor? What would you do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? Oh, put him in the longboat till he's sober. Put him in the longboat till he's sober. Put him in the longboat till he's sober early in the morning. Hey, hey, up she's rising. Hey, hey, up she's rising. Hey, hey. Yep, she's running early in the morning. Shave his balls with a rusty razor. Shave his balls with a rusty razor. Shave his balls with a rusty razor early in the morning. And that is how we Amen. end the right. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you, Tinker. Thank you, Waterfall, if you're there. And thank you, everyone. Thanks for having us. For coming thank up to you. the first DHA After Hours at the Lab. You've all been great.